Hi, welcome back. This is Lost Arts Radio Live. I'm Richard Sachs, and I hope those of you who are on the safe stream version were able to find us on this main show. And I'm just thinking, you know, I spend the, the week, which goes by in about 10 minutes for me. I've got a lot of things going on. And I think, all right, what can I share? And I know I sound kind of like a broken record sometimes saying consciousness, consciousness, and all this other there's really simple. We're in a life and death situation as a human race, but also all of the uh, other parts of the biosphere. All I see all the life forms as targeted for extermination by the plan uh, as I see it. And my whole focus is on how do we prevent that? Because I'm really not in favor of mass torture. I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> I don't really think we should do any more of it. I think this should be turned around. And if it weren't such an Im- immediate, urgent situation, even though a lot of us don't see it, you know, we're just kind of tunnel vision narrowed in on what do we have to do in the next hour? What's our schedule? What does the phone messages say? What is my friends on Facebook say, you have to zoom out sometimes and say, you know, if you're walking toward the edge of a cliff with everybody else, it would be good to stop and turn around. And most of the people walking toward the edge of the cliff are being, were were being herded toward the edge of a cliff. It's not by chance. You know, if it wasn't this kind of a really intense situation, I want Maybe I wouldn't be doing any shows at all, but if I was, it would be maybe sharing, you know, some things that an old person is experiencing and experimenting with, how to, you know, what you can do for workouts to stay in shape or things about eating and taking care of your health, because that'll still matter. Um, exploration trips you can take in nature because in the future assuming we get through this all right you'd be able to travel again you don't have to wear face diapers or anything like that you don't have to have poison injected into you Uh, so the show would be different but based on the real situation of how it is right now i don't want to i have no interest in just doing this as kind of an entertainment thing and um Everybody will say, wow, that was interesting, and now go on to the next thing. Why? Why do that? The the only reason that we're taking the time to do these shows is to try to make a contribution to saying, look, we're we're being herded toward the edge of a cliff, systematically, methodically, intentionally, worldwide now. This has happened in small areas in the world in history before, but now it's worldwide for the, the first time in known history. And I'm talking about all of recent history back 10, 20,000 years at least. This hasn't happened. Now there's a coordination, coordinated push to drive, really, I'm sorry, but it's to exterminate the whole biosphere, including the perpetrators. And those of you who are in the power structure helping carry out the crime you're going to be eliminated too. You, you really don't want to do this. If, if you're helping, if you're designing poison, if you're working on one of these fake medical boards for FDA or CDC, and you know they were on, on video, I think it was this week or just a little before, and deciding whether to use these injections for five-year-olds on indescribable crime, okay, because of what's in it. And some of these really prestigious doctors on the board were saying, one of them in particular, well, we really have to start injecting this into children to see how safe it is. This is the level of intelligence that is carrying out the genocide, intended genocide of the world. And they're being, they're, everybody's just following orders. And you, you probably heard about the Nazi excuse in the Nuremberg trials. Well, sir, Mr. Judge, Your Honor, I was actually not responsible because I was just following orders. Very famous excuse line. And 
Now, Nuremberg was a show trial because a lot of the people didn't get tried or convicted, and they got hired by the U.S. government and the Soviet government and other places in Operation Paperclip in the U.S. Uh, to carry on the genocide from a more covert point of view. But to to make the public think that the Western powers and the Soviets and everybody on the Allied side was really good people, they hung a few of the traitors, and including some of the ones that said they were just following orders, and the others they secretly hired to carry on the genocide that has now surfaced again. It's the same people, and it's the same power structure, and it's the same non-human astral entities calling the shots as we're doing it before. They've been involved for a long time. So I guess what I'm saying is that um, they've got all of us just following orders, but at a, at a certain point, you either continue following the orders, in which case the agenda is completed, or at some point you wake up, and it's not an intellect question, because some of these guys found out that they were carrying out crimes, but they thought it through and said, well, I'm going to be in the elite remnant that's left after all this uh, murder is over. People are thinking the same thing now. There's a lot of a lot of people in corporate power positions who are thinking, oh, this is really cool. The public doesn't even know. You know, we're just going to kill them all, and then we're going to have a population that's really low. They, Some of them are referring to the Georgia Guidestones numbers, um, where there's only like 90, 95% of the public is killed. And they, they're important people, the corporate executives and um, high-level politicians think that they're going to be left to just have a permanent playground and uh, the world will belong to them. But that's not exactly the reality and you guys who are following that are making a mistake. Not that you'll listen to me or anybody else, but you are. And... um the planet, the higher levels that I've been able to see is that it's a total extermination plan. And I've said this before, but there's only a few essential points you have to understand. So I'm sorry for the redundancy, but um, at some point you hear it and it actually sinks in that what's going on now with the pandemic and with the poisoned food and water and air and spraying and the geoengineering and that's not to hide uh, global warming or climate change. That's to accentuate it because the the powers want everybody panicked about about everything, basically. I mean, their theme is fear. It has been for thousands and thousands of years, and it still is. At the moment, it's fear of climate change that they really want hyped up, and it's fear of uh, virus, which they want you to be willing to do anything at all. Uh, to avoid the virus. I mean, just God save us from the virus. We'll, we'll give up our, all of our rights. I mean, the Constitution is just a piece of paper as, uh, has been pointed out before. And, um, you know, we'll give up anything. Just keep us safe. And even though the founders of the American, uh, country in the seven, late 1700s, made a lot of mistakes and they weren't living up to all the ideals that they understood. They still were really brilliant and they said that uh, governments exist for the service of the people and to protect their individual rights and to save the country from invasion. You know, the only purpose of the military guarding the country was in case a real defensive situation arose and they had to fight off invaders who were trying to break into the country. Um, and law enforcement was originally called peace officers, right? No system is going to work if the consciousness is not there. So I keep saying, you know, that a lot of people are, are condemning the perpetrators of this stuff. They see some of the mid-level criminals, you know, Gates and Soros and uh, all the people running the Klaus Schwab running the World Health or Health, uh, the World Economic Forum, sorry, and the World Health Organization and all these other 
criminal organizations like the UN. And still people that I encounter are saying, the UN, that's to save the children. And they don't get it. You know, all of these organizations have been corrupted and are now working for the death agenda. And that's just how it is. And so people, when people find that out, the medical system is totally corrupted too. It's working for the same end. That's why it happily injects poison and they want to do it into babies now. Unbelievable criminal level. And anybody that tries to expose it, once they reach a high level, you know, and I'm probably stupidly trying to reach that level, but, you know, we have to. Because the agenda is to kill everybody. And it's even a suicide mission for the people at the top. Because they don't expect to get the reward on the physical level. They don't need the earth to be livable for them. They're not, they don't plan to be here. They plan to get the reward on a spiritual level, which is not going to work out the way they think. It's really dumb, but that's what they believe. So when people start finding out about this, they often um, really hate the perpetrators. And it's a mistake not because the perpetrators aren't doing what they're doing, but because the, there's a you have to understand frequency. And if you want wisdom and awareness, which is what you need to turn this around, hatred will totally block your frequency with static, and you'll be functioning right down at the level that the bad guys are functioning. You don't want to do that. And it... it you don't need hate for efficiency. You don't need it for strength. You don't need it for power. Um, hate comes from fear, and that's the dark side. And that's not where power comes from. That's a whole deception world. So there is a great... I, I, could, I don't have time for all the stuff I wanted to talk about, but in the 60s when I was a university student, we had a visit by a singer named Joan Baez, and she came into this big hall and a cappella, that means without backup music and instruments or anything. Um, she sang a song, a great song called There But For Fortune. And her voice was so great, it just filled this huge auditorium with no microphone or anything. And um, the message of it was all these people that seem bad. There but for fortune go you or I. That that just changes if you are brave enough to uh, really, uh, you know, take that message in. There's no grounds to hate anybody because the the most enslaved people are the ones following darkness. And if we were subject to their massive mountain of negative programming, we'd we'd be doing what they're doing, and that would be really bad. So they need rescuing, and there's you can't just talk to them because they're absolutely devoted to darkness. But if you change yourself, there's a way that you can do it to um, change that outcome. Because there's a power that goes through the people who are open to the light side instead of the dark side, and to God. And God doesn't come from a religion, you know, that there's a reality, an actual being that encompasses everything that is a source of unconditional love and everything else. And it's real, and we're connected to it for real, like a deep-sea diver with, uh, you know, in the cartoons they used to show with a, the metal helmet and the hose going up to the boat and the boat pumping the oxygen down to the diver. Compressed air, I guess. That's what is happening with us now. And if we stop blocking that, that power that goes through us is the only one I've seen that I think can turn this around. And some people think they they agree it has to be spiritual, but they're trying to recite more religious verses and they still are operating off the same fear. It has to be a real fundamental change in consciousness. Anyway, I don't have time to talk much about that, but the song was great. And if you don't have um, hatred for the bad guys, then what do you do instead? Because what the bad guys are doing is really, it's really happening. 
And I'm going to share a couple of uh, examples with you tonight because I think it's really important, especially, uh, well, they're both, two of them, they're, if we have time, they're, they're both important. The first one is a brilliant, uh, I guess he's a PhD doctor. He's one of the most advanced experts in carbon, uh, activated carbon, I think he said, in Europe. He's dead now because he told the truth. And this is this is happening not only in health, where the people starting in the latest wave with Dr. Bradstreet in the U.S. It talked about what vaccines really do and not only conclusively showed that they caused autism, no question about it. It's not a conspiracy theory. He showed it, and he's got the credentials and the science to back it up. But he also showed that they were putting in the injections um, what's in it? Nagalase uh, enzyme. Most of the enzymes end with ASE. This is one of them. Nagalase. And it's an enzyme that destroys uh, the immune system in people. And I said, when we're interviewing one of the uh, people that worked with Dr. Bradstreet on our show, who's now in prison too, I can't reach him anymore. And I said, well, what do they do? Get the nagalase out of cancer tumors? And he said, yeah, that's where they get it. The, the degree of evil is like normal people have a really hard time grasping it. But they harvest the nagalase out of the tumors and then they put it in the injections that are supposedly preventing diseases, right? Which I've never found any evidence for whatsoever. And I looked back to the 1700s when it all started. I don't see any evidence it prevented some of these really advanced, brave doctors that I've seen on Alex's show and others. They don't understand, and Alex doesn't understand. And Alex is great. I mean, Alex Jones has done more to avoid total premature destruction of the world than most people who are alive now. And he doesn't understand. There's no history of any injection. I'll try to avoid saying the V word as much as I can. I looked and over decades, and there's no history of any of the injections preventing disease. Sorry, but there isn't. So Alex is wrong about that. Not intentionally. He thinks that there is a good science to it. There's not. And the doctors who have been exposing this have been being killed. And we have an example from, I think it was like last week, really recent, and he got a sample of the injection that's being given to people for this supposed pandemic, which there's no proof that there's any virus for it that exists at all. None. That could be shows in itself. A lot of great doctors like Cowan and Kaufman and others have shown that. There's no valid isolation of the virus. SARS-CoV-2 and Mikovits agrees with that now. And um, Lee Merritt does, I think, and Cherry Tenpenny and people that have been on our show like that. So he got us, this Dr. Andreas, anyway, you'll see his name in a minute. And um, he got us, Noak, I think his name is Noak. We should remember his name. He's a great man. And he got a sample of the stuff that's being injected now into, soon to be into newborn babies. And, um, looked at it, you know, because we already know it's got some really, really terrible things in it and nothing good. And it turns people into GMO organisms. That's redundant, GMOs. <laughs> and um, he said, well, there's something else that you didn't know about. People have talked about graphene oxide. Well, he found graphene hydroxide, which is different, and he explains it. If I don't talk the whole time myself, well, let him explain the difference between hydroxide and oxide. And it's like mini razor blades, and it just cuts up the system, and it's not by mistake, you guys. And then a few hours after releasing this video, he got attacked and killed, and leaving a pregnant young wife. I mean, this is just, you can't be quiet for this kind of stuff. It has to be stopped, and it, consciousness combined with Mass non-compliance, peaceful non-compliance is the only thing I've seen so far, and I'm totally focused on answers. So um, 
if Doug will help us out here, I've got two things to play in. The first one is about Andreas Nowak, if I'm getting his name right. And I may interrupt to talk, but I'll try not to too much because I really want you to see the whole story. So here's this one. Also da gibt es einen Professor von der Universität Almeria. Das ist Professor Dr. Paolo Campa Madrid. Der hat eben diese Impfstoffe auf okay. Graphenoxid Doug, untersucht. Mit Raman, Mikro-Raman-Spektroskop. Yeah, start it over, please. I'm sorry. This is in German. And what I want to say here is that there are English subtitles. Some of our platforms are audio only. And unless you speak German, it's not going to help you. So I think you can hear my voice over the uh, audio of the video. And if so, I'm going to try to read the subtitles as it goes. So let's try it again. <clears throat> also, da gibt es einen Professor von der Universität Almeria. Das ist Professor Dr. Paolo Campa-Mattel. Der hat eben diese Impfstoffe auf Graphenoxid mit Raman, mit Mikro-Raman-Spektroskopie. Da untersuchst du Schwingungen. Und da gibt es Schwingungsbanden. Diese beiden Schwingungsbanden sind einfach wichtig. Und da sieht man, dass es kein Graphenoxid ist, sondern Graphenhydroxid. Ich möchte euch mal erklären, was dieses Graphenhydroxid tatsächlich ist. Das ist monolagige Aktivkohle. Du hast da diese C6-Ringe. Er hat die in allen Proben gefunden. Also jede Ecke ist ein Kohlenstoffatom. Du kannst dir vorstellen, wenn das Nanoskale ist, wenn es von hier nach da, ich unterbreche das hier mal so ein bisschen, dann hast du da, wenn es 50 Nanometer ist, 500 Ringe quasi in Reihe. Und hier oben hast du ein OH-Gruppe. Das normale Graphenoxid hast du eine doppelgebundenen Sauerstoff und hier hast du jetzt eine oh Und das Ganze ist da hast du die Elektroden delokalisiert. Das heißt, die Elektroden, Elektronen sind white letters against a white border, hard to read. Das Ding ist, ich sag mal, 500, 50 Nanometer lang, aber nur 0,1 That's like the edge of a blade, okay? Diese Strukturen, diese C6-Strukturen, diese C6-Strukturen sind extrem stabil. Du kannst solche Strukturen darstellen. Das sind Rasierklingen. Du hast jetzt hier diese oh The OH hydroxy groups can be split off when a proton is split off. They gain a negative charge spread out over the whole system. Das ist basically an acid. Weil es dann negativ geladen ist, being injected. It suspends well in water because of the negative charge. Das ist eine Suspension. This is the video he made. I'm reading. So these are razor blades spread homogeneously. This is basically a Russian roulette. You can see it very clearly in this woman. It cuts the blood vessels. The blood vessels have epithelial cells as their inner lining. These epithelial cells are extremely smooth. And it is cut up by these razor blades. And what is so dangerous, if you inject the vaccine into the vein, the razors circulate in the blood out of the epithelium. The main thing is the toxological tests are done in petri, petri dishes, and there you will not find anything. These are the sharpest imaginable structures, because they are only one atom layer thick. This is a huge molecule, which is extremely sharp. I am a specialist in activated carbon. In my doctoral thesis, I've converted graphene oxide, graphene hydroxide, big difference. I've been 
I joined the world leading activated carbon manufacturer. After a year, I was in charge of the new activated carbon products. We bought a small company near Newcastle, England. I was in charge of a new carbon product. Europe-wide, I was in application scanning. If you perform an autopsy on the victims, you will not find anything. Toxicologists to do tests, do tests in petri dishes. They can't imagine that there are structures that can cut up blood vessels. There are pictures of coagulated blood coming out of the nose. People bleed to death on the inside. Especially the top athletes who are dropping dead have fast-flowing blood. The faster the blood flows, the more damage the razors will do As a chemist, if you, need, if you inject this into the blood, you know you are a murderer. It's a new material. Toxicologists are not aware of it yet. Suddenly it makes sense that victims look like this. And the top athletes with high blood circulation, completely healthy, suddenly drop dead. You see people collapse immediately after vaccination and have a seizure. These people had bad luck with Russian roulette. Very likely a vein was hit by the cement. The question you have to ask politicians and doctors, the, questions, the question doctors should ask Pfizer is, why are these razor blades in the vaccine? <laughs> now they want to force vaccinate children from the age of five. This guy is Dr. Sekaris, president of the Austrian Medical Board. In Vienna, already possible with an It's already possible to immunize back to 11-year-olds. Nice word, immunize, that's what I was just going to say. So we will have the victims mandate. Which age limit do you suggest? You declare a vaccine mandate for everyone. I can't read that. It's against white background. Currently, this means adolescents. We agree that the vaccine mandate to children is five years old or not. It's too fast, I can't read it. Off-label means one vaccination, yet they inject it already. You can only call this a death shot. After extensive con consultation with a pediatrician, this is... A pediatrician, do you think a pediatrician understands what graphene is? Hydroxide is. He says oxide. There's another interview where he says he thinks it is good from a medical standpoint. To vaccinate the population by force. An important concept in science is disputation, debate in other words, a scientific debate. The basis of medicine or pharmaceutics is chemistry. This doctor has no idea about chemistry. Completely new substances unknown to nature brought in with the vaccine. Everyone is talking about the messenger RNA, which has complex effects. The theory of mRNA is complex. It's also deadly, but it's complex. With, but every chemist understands what this hydroxide is. You see the mRNA story as a possibly a diversion. I cannot imagine anyone will be able to give me, as a carbon specialist, a proper explanation why these carbon razor blades are in this vaccine. This is war. war. They distract us with the messenger RNA, but people cannot collapse that quickly right side of the injection, in the, in the, im right after the injection, something else is going on, and, and this effect should be studied. He claims a specialist, to be a specialist, apparently the Austrian doctors don't have a smarter guy than this one. He is a doctor who doesn't understand chemistry, or he is a criminal, or he is a mass murderer. After the Spanish doctor's study, it is official that nanoscale graphene hydroxide is in the vaccine. Das nanoskalisches Graphenoxid, Graphenhydroxid da drin. Und damit ist es klar, dass razor blades are injected. Das heißt, 
So he is probably incompetent. If you want to inject a whole population by force, you have to do your homework extremely carefully. Because if there is something wrong in the injection, you will kill the whole population of the country. Of course, that's the point. That's why they're doing it. You have to weigh the risk, how dangerous is Corona, how dangerous is the injection. This guy wonders whether people should be tied up before being injected. And he's the top doctor. Are the doctors in Austria so incompetent that they don't understand the basic chemistry medicine is based on? überhaupt nicht verstehen, dann sollten sie aber they should surrender their licenses. Jeder Arzt, any doctor in Austria who after this information is now public, continues to inject this is a murderer. Ich bin nicht irgendwer in I am not some guy in the carbon field. I doctored in this area. Ich habe in dem Bereich promoviert. Ich habe beim weltgrößten I was the only expert in Europe. I was pretty much the only European who visited other experts in Pittsburgh. After this, I started my own activated carbon company. I recinified paper and I turned it into activated carbon membranes. You could cut your hands with this charred paper. It was extremely sharp. I have a good idea of what the graphene hydroxide does. It is Russian roulette. Do you hit the vein or not? Does it stay in the muscle? So then it is less toxic. But if you hit a vein and the batches contain different amounts of THO, then you have to know you are cutting people up from the inside and it is highly intelligent poison because a normal toxicologist who works with petri dishes cannot find it because it doesn't move. The toxicologists just don't expect any nanoscale razors. But I can say as a chemist that we are absolutely certain that graphene hydroxide is in there. Da ist dieses Graphenhydroxytrin, nanoskalisch. Das sind nanoskalisch. These are nanoscale razor blades. We want to inject children with these nanosized razors. Sollen den Rasierklingen gespritzt werden. I want Dr. Sekeres to explain what these razor blades are doing in these situations. And he needs to explain this to his boss, Mr. Schallenberg. He probably also is a consultant for the Austrian. Mr. Schallenberg is a lawyer responsible for choosing the right consultants. If he imposes this vaccine mandate on all of Austria, he has to select the right consultants. I would say he shouldn't do He is a lawyer. He doesn't know the medicine. But it's his job to select competent consultants if he's responsible, if he selects incompetent consultants. As a chemist, I vouch for the fact that these are nanoscale razorblades. You can make breaking pads from the carbon structures which last forever. The material has zero biological degradability. It stays in the body forever. Even if people don't drop dead immediately, it cuts up blood vessels little by little. It destroys the heart, all the heart attacks, all the strokes. Die ganzen Schlaganfälle. Man muss sich doch mal fragen, As a doctor, you have to ask, where is it coming from? If you understand that razors are being injected, it is clear that all the cardiovascular diseases appear. Why all the heart is cut up, the brain is cut up, blood vessels are cut up. These graphene structures are monolayer carbon or monolayer graphite are so stable. Every chemist knows this. They're not degradable. The structure is 50 nanometers long and 1.1 nanometer thick. Of course it is a razor. Every chemist knows it is. The epithelial cells are extremely smooth for a good reason, but become rough when cut up like this and things stick to it. So the epithelial cells are not so 
I know every idiot can inject this and when they hit a vein, which you don't know when you're going to hit a vein, soon pharmacists will be allowed to inject too. To me, this is Russian roulette. Here's a Petri dish, a normal toxicologist test using a Petri dish. This material is declared an experimental vaccine for a reason. They don't know what will happen. Every vaccine, vaccinated subject has to sign to take full responsibility. It will take 50 years until the contracts with Pfizer are In Germany or Austria, there is nobody with my expertise. The leading German carbon specialist, Dr. Helmut von Kleinley, was my mentor for one year. I wrote my thesis in this field. I started my company in this field and won a business plan competition in Wolfsburg. I won Deutschmark 175,000 in this competition, 87,000 pounds. Ich habe drei Millionen sechs Millionen Deutschmark. Ich hatte meine zehn Entwickler, um diese neuen Kohlenstoffprodukte voranzutreiben. Ich weiß, I know what I'm talking about. Any chemist in chat is invited to refute me or give another opinion. Yes, please. That would be interesting. You are all invited. Tell me, I'm wrong. Ein Chemiker soll mir sagen, nein, ich, ich irre mich. Die Basis von Sir Karl Popper explained the fundamentals of science. Hypothesis refutation. Er sagt, so Popper said that it is better to kill theories than to kill humans. The whole population is supposed to be injected. Und das ist genau, was Popper sagt. Wenn ihr von exactly like Karl Popper says, if you continue to ride this murderous theory, you have to be extremely careful. They are the first to impose a vaccine mandate. They're killing the whole Austrian nation. Mr. Schallenberg is responsible for this. He needs the right consultants. We had an Austrian once who brought suffering and death over Europe. Worauf ich jetzt appelliere, in allen Kanälen, der Schallenberg braucht Mr. Schellenberg needs thousands or hundreds of thousands of letters. He must know that this is a razor. This is, man, this is a means to kill. And if he knows this and continues, he's a mass murderer. He will walk in Hitler's footsteps. Time has come out now. I'm ready to talk to anybody about this material. As a chemist, I say these are razor blades. And I notice how little doctors know about chemistry. But they are doing chemistry in the body. In small children. In pregnant women. And now you doctors know that you are doing it. And if you continue to inject, you are murderers. Go out, type this out, give it to your doctor. Or give it to your politicians. And if you continue, I promise you no court in the world will save you. What you are doing is mass murder. Austria has the responsibility. They started the vaccine mandate. And you, Mr. Schellenberg, need the best consultants. And if you are not able to select the best consultants, you are incompetent and need to resign. Same with the health minister. How competent are you? You are ready to force inject the whole Austrian population with razor blades that are not biologically degradable. Share the video, write it down, put it on the USB stick, send it to the politicians and doctors. Maybe make it clear to them if they continue, they are murderers. Talk by Andreas Nowak, translated by Stefan Reich. So, sorry for the parts I missed, you guys. Uh, a couple of things that he may have missed. I think he's getting the idea that if they continued doing this, they were murderers. And that's true. But what he didn't, I don't think he grasped, based on the way he was talking, is that this is a conscious, intentional murder program from the top. But most of the people helping to carry it out don't, I don't think they understand that. Uh, most of the doctors are good people. Most of the health professionals are good people. Most of the people in all these positions are basically not 
intentional murders, but they're accessories to the crime. And if they hear about this, he was right about that, and they continue on with what they're doing, then they are actually mass murderers themselves. So his um, request was for you guys to get this out to everybody. And I think that's a good request. I think it should be copied. Um, if you're watching or listening on just an audio platform, watch the video platform because better than my trying to read as fast as I can with the subtitles, see the subtitles, because then you can stop the frames, make sure you get the whole thing and get it out to everybody. This is going to be blocked um, as much as possible by the authorities because they're just following orders, just like the Third Reich servants were. Everybody's just following orders. And in the next video that we have to share with you, you'll see the same thing happening, just following orders. And this is really dangerous. And I don't know what more strongly to say about it. If, if consciousness expands and you become aware on a deeper level of what you're doing, you can't just follow orders anymore. Even if something really bad happens and you lose your job, or you get persecuted, or whatever, or you can't fly, or you can't go to a restaurant or anything, like is happening to people who know in Austria that the injection is, is deadly poison, they can't say, well, you know, I wouldn't be able to go to the restaurant, so I have to take it. They can't do it. You know, your body is like your child. You're responsible to take care of it and not allow other people to poison it. So, you know, you have to be as creative as possible, and we have to create alternative means of getting food and surviving and having an alternative society and civilization, basically. But where this one is right now... Um, what I'd ideally like to see is for the people who are serving the system to join what David Icke calls for in mass non-compliance, peaceful non-compliance, because if the servants of evil realize that's what they're doing and they stop, then it, it the whole system breaks down and it can't continue the... Basically what it's doing is a ceremonial sacrifice of life on our planet, of the whole biosphere. And that needs servants to carry it out. Just like Hitler could be really mad and throw fits and scream all over the place and do salutes to everybody. But if nobody carried out his orders and was just following orders, then he couldn't arrange for tens of millions of people to be killed. Really important point. So look at the ways that we're just following orders and find ways to... You know, I don't want your families to go without food or, you know, to lose your income. Um, that's not what I consider a good thing. But if the choice is between that and killing yourself, even delayed killing yourself, killing yourself is not going to help your family. So we have to figure out more creative ways to deal with it. And mass peaceful noncompliance is required. But we want to see that spread from us regular old people into the people in the power structure. And it's reminiscent of the bumper stickers in the Vietnam War time that said, what if they gave a war and nobody came? And they, this was from people that realized the Vietnam War was a, a deadly scam. Top levels of the oil companies were involved and the bankers were involved, as they usually are in wars. Um, we weren't saving the... Vietnam people for freedom. You know, the the most of the soldiers were great people. I knew, I'd know many of them from that era. But um, soldiers are misused too much. They shouldn't be misused at all. They're valiant people for the most part. And the, pe the soldiers who were sent off to Vietnam were basically being sent for mass murder and, and theft and rape and deception and really bad things. Uh, that was not a patriotic mission for America or the Western allies or anything, NATO or anything like that. 
it was a, a mission to steal and murder. And doctors are being used the same way now. They're being used to murder their patients. And actually, they have been for a long time because there's a great paper written by Gary, Dr. Gary Nolan, Dr. Who was the other doctor? Anyway, it was called Death by Medicine. Uh, there was a great woman doctor that wrote it with him. Maybe I'll think of her name. And um, it was called Death by Medicine. And it figured, you know, this was decades ago, that there were a million Americans a year being killed by the doctors and the drug companies. Uh, not by misreading the label, but by following orders from the doctor. A million people a year killed. 3,000 were killed by the inside job on 9-11. And wars were justified on that. This is a million a year being killed by the health industry. And it's really hard for most people to grasp. And this following orders is going on in all kinds of ways. We're going to look at another quick example right now. And this is a, a lady that was uh, pulled into a detention camp in Australia. They're setting up camps just like, you know, basically concentration camps in many countries, including the U.S., Canada, England, Australia, New Zealand, and other places. And they, the people whose job it is, they're hired to rip people out of their homes and said, oh, you were near somebody with COVID. It's a total fraud. It's a total fraud. I was talking to somebody from a university in Arizona this week, and I mentioned that, and he just said, well, well there's a lot of people that would disagree with you. That's a complete conspiracy theory. Um, no, people have been programmed to believe it and to get mad if you question it, and that's not science. Real science would say, oh, really? I didn't know that. Show me the evidence of it. And there's lots and lots of evidence. Much of it we post on lostartsradio.com. I can't bring it all out during the show or we'd have no show. Uh, but you can see it there. A lot of it's on InfoWars, and we post a lot of it ourselves on lostartsradio.com. So to, just a quick uh, view of a little bit of what's happening in Australia from the same global rulers that plan to bring it everywhere. And uh, we want to take a look at that. It's being brought into a detention camp for being accused of being around someone with a disease for which the virus doesn't exist. Um, so let's take a look at that real quick now, and then we'll come back. While you're here, can we just do that? Otherwise, the next time it's a $5,000 fine. We don't want to do that. It's a $5,000 fine, fine if what? If, if, if you breach again. If, if I walk out onto that path without your mask on if, without reason, that one if i cross that yellow line saying that you've broken the rule that i've broken the rule i will be issued with a five thousand dollar fine that's correct right okay i could have we could even do that now but we're giving the warning first have a chat with you because it's a big fine rob just do the right thing yeah you need to defend your civilization against the onslaught of this cancer of progressive segment from Harrison globalist uh, brainwash Smith this on, is a life uh, or death American situation Bill. no messing Definitely around prescription is two doses of InfoWars taken daily Info Wars. we're about to cover a story from a woman named Haley Hodgson an Australian woman and I'll play the video here in a second that's been uh, going somewhat viral, but she did an extended interview. We're going to try to get her on this show next week. So I want to talk to her about this. But let me just um, let me just read some of her story of how she was taken to a COVID camp in Australia despite ne never testing positive for COVID. And the test is fake, you guys, by the it way. It all began when a friend of hers tested positive. She recounts how investigators came to her home shortly afterwards, having run the number plate of her scooter to identify her as a close contact. They asked if she'd done a COVID test, and in the moment she lied and said she had, when she, in fact, had not. This set in train an extraordinary series of events. So then the police officers dropped, uh, blocked my driveway, she said. I walked out and said, what's going on? Are you guys testing me for COVID? What's happening? They said, no, you're getting taken away, and you have no choice. You're going to Howard Springs. It's the COVID camp. You either come with us now or we'll put you in the back of the Divi van. You can have a choice to get a COVID cab. I said, I don't consent to this. I don't understand why I can't just self-isolate at home like a lot of other people are doing. They just said, we've just been told from higher ups to uh, where to take you. And that's all there is. She was ordered to pack a bag and was told that she could be released.
released once she tested negative. Collected in the back of a rented van, she was then transported to Howard Springs. On arrival, she was told she'd have to stay there for the full 14 days. Saying, quote, you literally put... Uh, Get put on the back of a golf buggy, bu- uh, buggy with your bags. She says they just drop you off at this camp and leave you, uh, basically not contacting you except to drop off food once a day or come, uh, you know, castigate you for breaking the arbitrary rules. She was tested three times during those 14 days and on every occasion, occasion she tested negative. At one stage, she was disciplined for leaving the confines of her cabin without a mask and was threatened with a $5,000 fine. Another, at a, on another occasion, she was told, uh, she told how she was offered Valium to calm her down. She said, you feel like you're in prison. You feel like you've done something wrong. It's inhumane what they're doing. You're so small, they just overpower you. You're literally nothing. And it's like, you do as we say, or you're in trouble and we'll lock you up for longer. Yeah, they were either thre- they were either thre- even threatening me that if I was to do this again, we will extend your time here. What Haley is still not certain about is whether her sentence at Howard Springs was punitive and related to her original mistake about the test. Uh, that is the impression she got with one uh, call with the Australian Center for Disease Control. Completely arbitrary. Tested negative. Never COVID positive. This is being used as a punishment for people who are misbehaving. This has nothing to do with COVID. She was ne- she never tested positive. She never had COVID. They never had a good reason to put her in quarantine. This was a punishment for her misbehaving. That's all this was. No jury. No judge. Arbitrary and indefinite confinement for daring to question the authorities. Absurd and ridiculous. Here's a video, a short little clip of her at Howard Springs being told uh, exactly what rules to follow and what the punishments will be if she steps past the line. Literally, there's a line on the ground and you can't step past it. Here it is. So, so what's, what's the guy? So this, I'm going to give you a warning, yeah? It's an official warning that you have to stand above and obey the rules while you get, yeah? And that's, we have to go to the rules again. I don't care. So am I allowed to, allowed to go to the laundry? You're allowed to go to the laundry, but you've got to wear a mask, yeah? Yeah, righto. And you definitely can't go up the fencing rails, but you're allowed to go to the laundry, yeah? That's always been the case, yeah? Right, so if I was sitting just here, which is right near the fence, why are these guys in a cabin that's right near the fence? It makes no sense, does it? Yeah, but you can't leave your balcony to go to the fence to talk to somebody else. That's what's obvious, yeah? So if I was Again, on that balcony... It make sense. It is. We always have, there has to be lines everywhere drawn, yeah? And one of the lines is you cannot leave your balcony and you cannot go to someone else. Where it makes no sense, where it doesn't seem right to you, that is the line, and that's what the law is, yeah? And that's how it goes, yeah? The law. Well, the chow direction. There's a law that says that. direction, yep. There's a chow direction, yeah? And how the behavior must be done, especially in this area, because it's much more highly infectious and likely to have infected people, yeah? Highly infectious when all of us people are negative. So. That's a risk. So far, the risk is still very high, yeah? <laughs> While you're here, can we just do that? Otherwise, the next time it's a $5,000 fine. We don't want to do that. It's a $5,000 fine, $5, fine if what? If, if you breach again. If if I walk out onto that path. Without your mask on, for no reason, I'm not If I cross that yellow line. Rule, saying that you've broken the rule. You've... That I've broken the rule. That I've broken the rule, I will be issued with a $5,000 fine. That's correct. Right. Okay. I could have, we could even do that now, but we're giving the warning first. Have a chat with you because... It's a big fine. Rob, just do the right thing, yeah? Like I said, I'm not here to fight with you. Yeah. I don't want to fight with you. Yeah. I just want everybody to do the right thing, and yeah. unfortunately, it's my job to make sure they do. I don't think the ins and outs have nothing to do with me. I'm just here to make sure the rules are here. Yeah, I'm just following orders. I'm just following orders. So what did that experience make you think? Like, what, what was your feeling about being in that situation with those people in control of your every movement? Oh, it's horrible. It's a horrible feeling. You feel like you're in prison. You feel like you've done something wrong. It's inhumane what they're doing. Like you, you are so small. You, they just overpower you and you're literally nothing. You know, it's almost worse than prison. It's insane, right? Like at least prison, they lock you up. They slam the door and you can't get out. Here they just paint a line on the ground and they're like, you cross that, you're in huge trouble. So it's like psychologically, you're you're really just imprisoning yourself. They're really just psychologically imprisoning you in this little in this little uh, hut. Uh, Never tested positive, never given a chance to, uh, you know, fight this in court. She was never offered a lawyer. They completely disregard all of the you know standard laws that are supposed to apply to prisoners because well, you're not a prisoner. Now you're a health confinement case, so we can do whatever we want with you.
Okay, that's good. Um, yeah, we're just about out of time, you guys, but I wanted you to see that because this is a globally coordinated plan. It has nothing to do with health at all. <clears throat> They're using a non-existent health issue that's not understood by most people as an excuse to impose uh, murder, basically. And we, we that was explained a little bit in the last video of the doctor in Austria. I'm not sure if he was in Austria or Germany, one or the other. And they sent killers for him right away because he had the credentials to know what he was talking about. And he, he wasn't exposing 90% of what's wrong with the injection, but he was exposing one thing. Um, yeah, by the way, it has nanoscale razor blades in it. And that's why all the soccer players are collapsing on the field and the Heart attack risk in young people is up something like 66 times normal, not 66%. Some people get uh, confused about that point. It's 66 times. This is a real situ serious situation, <laughs> you guys. And um, I have kind of an unusual attitude toward it. I, I don't think it's smart of us to hate any of the people because they're all unconscious they're all just following orders i mean people might say well no they're not unconscious they know what they're doing no if they really knew what they're doing they would they would be totally unable to do it these are unconscious people carrying out atrocities at the orders of the ones above them all the way up to the top so what i'm saying is i i'm agreeing with David Icke and Chris Guy and all the others who are saying mass non-compliance. And at first it looks like that's a big, you know, job to do that. But when you start becoming more aware of what's happening, you don't have a choice. You can't come, you know, if they tell you you can't fly in an airplane unless you get injected with poison, then you can't fly in an airplane. You know, we just have to help each other. And it's important to get this done soon so that the people that start with a change in consciousness can spread it to the people within the power structure. Um, as I say, we're almost out of time. I want to mention a couple of things. One is um, that the, in this video from Australia, about Australia, they made the point that these people tested negative. So there was no justification for putting them in the camp. Well, there's no justification for putting them in the camp anyway. You know, in a free country, which is based on natural rights of citizens, and uh, according to the American founders, and this was one of their great contributions to understanding, is that everybody anywhere, not just America, everybody has natural rights and govern. They're unalienable, inalienable. They can't be violated. And and a really important point is no matter what the emergency is, which some authority figure just decides to declare, even if it's real, which this one is not, um, you can't take away unalienable rights. It's impossible. You can't suspend them. You can't take them away. Government is a servant of the people. It's below the people. And it can make suggestions and if we had good people in the government and there was a real health crisis, they could say, well, the best we've been able to figure out is if you do this, this, and this, you'll survive. But they can't force you to. Because if they could, then as soon as corrupt rulers declare an emergency that's fake, your rights are gone. And the American founders understood that. That needs to be really appreciated because they were saying for people everywhere, not just in America. So we're out of time, and um, the message of this is mass peaceful noncompliance, but you can't control, you know, create a mass noncompliance by yourself. So what you can do by yourself, along with cooperating with people who are doing that, is work on consciousness, because it's the key to everything. That's what allows you to understand things. It's what puts power into your actions, into your communications. And that's the high priority. There are ways to work on that, and they're urgent, 
and they're really important. And we talk about those uh, sometimes in the main newscast, more often in Planetary Healing Club. If you're interested in that, planetaryhealingclub.com. Or if you have questions about it, uh, write to me, Richard, at lostartsradio.com, and I'll answer you as quick as I can. Urgent stuff. And then we're having a special uh, live stream event. Um, oh, yeah, and I'm seeing on the screen, Doug is putting up Subscribestar. If you want to help us stay on the air, count the number of commercials we did for money. It's a very small number, like zero. So if you want to help us, I would really appreciate that very much. Uh, donate to Lost Arts Radio. At, or actually to Lost Arts Research Institute. That's our nonprofit that's in charge of everything. And that's at uh, lostartsradio.com. There's a donate button, and it goes to all to the nonprofit, which keeps us going. So it's important. And subscribestar.com slash lostartsradio works just as well, and there's a link to that also on the same site. Take a look, lostartsradio.com. There's a special Monday afternoon, or well, it depends on what part of the world you're in, a Monday um, live event with our friend Dr. Gabriel Cousins. Monday, that is um, this coming Monday, two days from now. And it is at, I wrote it down if I can read my writing, 9 a.m. Pacific time, 12 noon Eastern time, and then you can transpose that to the time in your country, wherever you happen to be. Um, It'll be worthwhile, and there's going to be, we'll take comments and questions. And he is coming on at this live event because of what we've been talking about with his um, suggestions for response, specific suggestions. And since the antidote for injecting these horrors into people's bodies, there's going to be millions of people that are going to realize, uh, let's see, that was a mistake. And now I got to get this garbage out of my body as safely as I can. That's what he's focused on, on the physical level, on the frequency level, which we've mentioned several times during this broadcast, very important. Frequency, just because you can't see or smell it or touch it, it doesn't mean that it's not important. It's very powerful. That's why you don't want to live under a cell tower. Um, and that's why the positive level frequencies you have to learn how to tune into that, and we're going to talk about that. Uh, Dr. Cousins has a meditation he wants to show us, which is a tool for getting beyond these things, and it affects your physical body. Your emotional state, your thoughts, and your focus really affect all the cells in your physical body. So we're going to be talking about extremely relevant things. There's a lot of great doctors working on how can we help people who have already been injected or have been around people who have been injected or when they disperse this bioweapon that's in the injections through aerosol means, which has already occurred, how do we build up a defense against that and get it out of your body? This is going to be important. So Monday, two days from now, 9 o'clock in the morning Pacific, noon Eastern, um, we'll be there live taking your comments and uh, if you go to lostartsradio.com, you'll see the details of how to tune in. So hopefully I'll see you there. Now, anybody who is coming to the meeting of Planetary Healing Club in 25 minutes, I will see you there. i got to go get ready for that live meeting every week. Again, questions about that, Richard at lostartsradio.com. And anybody that wants access, you may or may not be in time for tonight, but you can try it. Uh, planetaryhealingclub.com Thanks for being here. Um, sorry that we have negative stuff to talk about. It's not what my idea of a fun time. But if your house has a fire in it and you need to put it out, telling yourself there's no fire, there's no fire, that's not a spiritual answer. <laughs> it's not being positive. It's being blind. So without being upset about you know, worried or mad or anything about the fire, just know that there's a fire. And then instead of falling apart, your attention goes on, all right, what are the ways to put the fire out? We still have time to do that. And that would be a good idea for us to help each other drop all the stupid things to fight over. Don't, you know, forget the division. We're all humans. And um, we really need each other's support right now. So thanks for being here. I'm going to get ready for the club meeting and have a good night. 
And uh, remember the show tomorrow night, too, the Sunday show, guest show. It's going to be a good one. LostArtsRadio.com. Take care. Take care of yourself, and I'll see you next time. Introducing Lost Arts Radio on Subscribestar.com. Just go to Subscribestar.com slash Lost Arts Radio to find our rewards program offering 10 different giving levels starting at just 5 bucks a month. We offer incredible value for any rewards level, from extra monthly interview videos not available publicly to subscription-based Planetary Healing Club videos once, twice, or three times a month, to private counseling sessions with Lost Arts Radio host Richard Sachs, to tech help with me, Doug Diamond. We even have one option where you can be the star on Lost Arts Radio as our guest on a specially produced show just for you. We conduct an interview with you and broadcast it to our growing network and listenership. Our subscribe star levels are one of a kind and offer great rewards for any budget. Please help support Lost Arts Radio. We can't do it without you. With increasing censorship on many of our channels, we really need your support today to keep doing what we're doing. As Richard says, we're not even at survival level yet. Lost Arts Radio has three weekly shows. Lost Arts Radio Live each Saturday night at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, which is a live stream currently on multiple platforms in case we get banned from some of the larger ones. Right now, we're on Facebook Live, Twitch, and DLive. You can access these broadcasts by going to www.lostartsradio.com live for all the links to those channels. The Planetary Healing Club meets right after Lost Arts Radio Live at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Saturday nights. And our Sunday show with guests airs at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Sunday nights on our Blog Talk Radio channel, our YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and on Brideon. Be sure to sign up for our free email list just in case we do get banned on big text platforms. It's just a matter of time, really. They don't like the stuff we talk about, and they do not want the truth out there. In fact, they have already attacked us numerous times. Join our free email list so we can let you know where we are and how to access our shows. The sign-up button is right on the top right on most pages of our website. The best starting point for all things Lost Arts Radio is our main site, lostartsradio.com, where you can find the hottest news selection videos that we curate just for you. Those are on the homepage and added to daily, as well as articles and breaking news about information you really need to know. Our show archives, the 10 most recent shows, are right on our homepage, as well as our Blog Talk Radio page at blogtalkradio.com slash lostartsradio, or just click the All Things Radio Show tab right on our website. We're in the podcast directory on iTunes, and all of our shows, except the banned ones, are on our YouTube channel, at Lost Arts Radio. Our Brideon page is really taking off, and we often have editors' picks videos right on their homepage. Visit Brideon.com slash channel slash Lost Arts Radio. On our site, you can also access our free listener forum, as well as sign up for the Planetary Healing Club, which is just $25 a month where you get private access to a one-on-one interaction with host Richard Sachs and myself and the other club members who participate live. More info can be found at planetaryhealingclub.com. We're providing solutions in there to make the world a better place. Come join us. Stay tuned because up next, you'll get to hear a really great song by an independent artist that we're doing our best to support. Go to lostartsradio.com slash music for the full list of all the great songs and bands that we spin on our audio-only podcast shows. If you're in a band and want to submit a song for consideration for airplay on Lost Arts Radio, visit my website at diamonddiscaudio.com for more information about the music placement, mastering, and mixing work that I do. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Lost Arts Radio. We love having you as part of our family to learn, experience, and grow with.